Hey, welcome to Rose and Thorns. What an exciting time to be alive. We have a very special guest with us today. The man of the hour, the king of DC comedy, the the star yeah, of Mr. Coleman, Mr. Jack Coleman. Mr. Jack Coleman's here. And uh, uh, this is actually not a regular episode of Rose and Thorns, if you haven't noticed. No new episodes have premiered yet. But, you know, it's Christmas time, so we got to do like a holiday Christmas movie. And, you know, there's so many out there. We could have done a Hallmark movie, one of my faves, but there's too many Hallmark movies out there. So I think it, it, it goes along with our reputation that today we'll be reviewing the classic Love Actually. Love Actually. And we actually asked Mr. Goldman, are we going to call, well, his name is Mr. Goldman in the chat too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know this. Okay. Mr. Jack Coleman here because that's also his favorite Christmas movie and Christmas uh, favorite movie in general, right, Jack? Yeah. Like, right. Yeah, it's up there. It's probably. I mean, it's definitely a favorite Christmas movie. It's. I watch it every year. So. Oh, see exactly. Who's your favorite character? Oh man, that's a hard question. I actually wrote that down. I started writing down my favorite character and I was watching it again, and I got to like six people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you love everyone in this movie. Okay. Well, I really yeah. like Colin. I think his his whole character is great. Is Colin the one who hates British women and then goes to America? Because I thought about you, that guy who hated British women, so you went to America to find like better women. And I thought thought about you with that guy. I appreciate that is really funny. <laughs> His line is, America, here comes Colin. <laughs> Not a bit, no. Yeah. He, yeah, he wasn't wrong, though. Like, everything you said about how American chicks, like, you can be an ugly British dude and American chicks will love you. Like, that is true. It's all the accent. Yeah, the right British accent. That, that's, uh, you know, it works. I mean, yeah. the four most beautiful women in the movie are all from America. Yeah, and also... <laughs> See, you have a joke about, you have a joke, Jack. You have a joke that you say all British women are not, a majority of British women are not attractive. And then one time after the show, a British guy confirmed that with you. Yes, so you yeah, it's, it's not that they're like, no British women are attractive, period. Okay. They look unique. Okay. No one in England oh God. is attractive. The whole country is ugly. Just the ugliest country ever. They, it's just this one place. They just only have sex with each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Europe, you can like walk for hundreds of years. You could walk places and like have oh. sex. No, no, Why no, do you no, think no. that is? Why do you think that is? Because I feel like they're very, they are very like they Brits stick to other Brits. And it's like, I would be going to... I don't know. Anywhere? Spain. Yeah, Spain. Spain. Spain, beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Spain, beautiful men. Like, Spain oh is God. great. Barcelona is great because the unemployment rate is like 20%. And so, like, all people do is party. Like, oh, I thought that was a piece of cheese for a while, Jack. I was like, I was like, that's a lot of cheddar cheese, Mr. Coleman, that you do you. 
<laughs> is that an ice cream? I can't even see it. Is that an ice cream bar? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I think it's easier for me to tell you which character I hate the most. I think I hate two people the most. I don't know. Close. Uh, Alan Rickman's character, Harry. No, 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 no. I, I hate Juliet the most. Uh, oh, yeah, that's and fair. The, and then Mia. Okay, which one okay, are they? Mia. Which one are they again? Mia's Juliet a trollop. Is Keira Knightley. And then Mia is the one who tries to seduce Snape. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And if you, have you seen the deleted scenes? Uh, I don't no. think that went that No, long. I didn't watch the deleted scenes. They fuck. Scenes, there's like two scenes and like she is like in the deleted scenes she's a horrible person okay? really because like she has like a, a line where she like uh her uh emma thompson and snape are all at the art gallery with all the naked people right and like mm -hmm. emma thompson is like talking to mia and says um like you know never have kids you know like you know you'll you'll never have sex again and da da da, -da and like is talking to mia like meets mia yeah okay and like no sir and then mia still tries it to go after uh alan rickman okay well in in mia's defense she wasn't the one who was married she didn't make a vow wait a second hold on hold on hold on, hold on. i wrote this down too um uh she also is talking to her friend who owns the gallery all right and she uh they're like talking about um she says i think i want to fuck my boss Okay. okay. And then he goes, uh, is he married? And then she says something like, Yeah, but that's like not my problem. That's what Jenny just said. I still want to fuck him. And yeah. they cut both of those scenes. And so when I watched those two scenes, it was like, oh man, so this she, is different. I, I obviously Alan Rickman's an asshole, but she yeah. like really targeted him and yeah. like yeah. after him. And that, that was just like so, oh. Alan Rickman is the real victim in all of this. Yeah. <laughs> really, he really is. It's really, I mean, Emma Thompson, <laughs> that's the person I feel the most bad for. That's the yeah. person who cry every think, single time. Yeah, the huh? Joni Mitchell tape, like oh, CD. Yeah, yeah. yeah, when she, and she thinks she's getting that like expensive jewelry. I'm well, just like, oh, men. But like, it's a good CD though. It's that. Overshadowed Joni Mitchell's yeah. talent. You know? Yeah, I know. This is not about Joni Mitchell. A yeah. wonderful artist should come on the pod. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure she's not doing anything. Uh, but anyway, um, but, the Aurelia one makes me cry too. That one gets me too every single time. Which one's that one? I don't know their names. Like, Martin, did you watch this movie? I watched it, but I don't memorize their names. I don't. I don't know their name. Like. You, you refer to them as you know, like actual person they are. So like Alan Rick. What if what if Martin thought he was watching Love Actually, but it was some Hallmark movie called Actually Love, and yeah. he's like he's like he's like yeah, and I, I love when the farm hand came and professes love, and we're like Martin, what are you talking about? Dude, her car broke down in the small town. Well, when they went to the bookkeeper. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. I just don't know if they're, I, I didn't pay attention to the point what there's, what, wait, is there anyway, who's the person we're talking so, about? So, King Speech Guy. Okay, so call, call him, we can say call him. Colin. No, 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 no. Colin. There's another King Speech Guy? No, there's another Colin. There's an actual Colin in the movie. Yeah, but yeah. King Speech Guy would be Colin Fern, right? Yes, so it's no, Aurelia say, and then like his Colin name, but Aurelia, like the reason that story is beautiful is like she learns English and he learns Portuguese. Yeah. Um, but do you think? Do you think that always? That always reminds me of that old um, 
I don't know if it's a fable, but like that story about um, the the man who sells his watch to buy the hair clips, and then she sells his like her hair to like buy yeah. him something. Yeah. And it's like y'all could have just someone could have just learned one language. You both didn't have to go to night well, school. Yeah, and then there if, if, if you communicated, you wouldn't have both had to go back to school. <laughs> there's also there's uh. On uh, Christmas on Sesame Street, uh, Ernie buys Bert uh, like something to fit his uh, paperclip collection in, and then Bert buys Ernie something to fit his rubber ducky in. But to buy those, he went to a pawn shop and traded in the paperclip collection and the rubber ducky. So it's like, man, you guys should have talked, but right? Same idea, right? <laughs> That reminds me of when I broke up with my DJ boyfriend and I sold the necklace he got me and bought marijuana with it. That was a good trailer. (laughs) There was a pawn shop on Sesame Street? Yeah, Mr. Hooper. You know, Mr. Hooper? Oh, man. Martin, have you been babysitting a lot lately? Or is this... Sorry, I just not Christmas on Sesame Street is a great, like, Christmas movie. I don't know if you've ever seen it. But yeah, I'm sure it's a great movie. Yeah, we should do that movie instead. Uh, I know. Fine. Okay. Martin's uh, like, can we do that one? Because I've seen it and I ha- actually haven't seen Love Actually. I've se- I watched Love I just haven't seen it as much as you guys. I've only seen it like like two or three times. Okay? I think I've probably seen this movie 35 times. Yeah, I'm up there too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. Because we watch it, my mom and I watch it like four times a year. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> my, my mom loves it so yeah well okay yeah i like aurelia a lot man it'd be wild to have a man a man who speaks english be willing to learn a different language for me mm. <laughs> <laughs> and just, like the sequel that they put out they like have kids um yeah there's like a do you know what red nose day is have you heard of that for a child's charity and so for red nose day they put out like this 15 minute sequel and like in the sequel, the two of them have like kids and then like driving in a car and like she's taught all the kids like Portuguese and like he doesn't really know Portuguese. And so they all talk Portuguese and dad doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> That's perfect because I was like, there's no way this man is going to get good at Portuguese. You know, like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like 15 years later when this is yeah. came out a few years ago uh, yeah. and Hugh Grant's like back as prime minister. Like he's dancing the hotline bling, I think. Oh, <laughs> and he falls down the stairs. <laughs> that was clever. And then Natalie like comes and starts making fun of him. The one thing in that movie I thought was so mean and unnecessary was when they kept calling Natalie fat. Yeah, the like, fat shit. Oh yeah, no, it's horrible. Sure. He's not fat. It's so horrible. Okay. Like, so when they're the like, yeah, to little girl. Yeah. But right. can, like, what the fuck? Can, uh, uh, the Portuguese girl sister. Her dad calls her fat too. Not a, not a, well, she was fat, but you know what? You know, I think, you know, any size works for me. Uh, Right. Well, you know, like every single time they have a new epithet, plumpy, you know, like they, they talk like whatever it is. They keep. Oh, yeah. When it, when her dad, when her dad calls her, oh, plumpy, I'm like, oh, you would have caught this fist, buddy. Let's get out. I thought she was. Of all of the women who are British in the movie, I find her most attractive. Really? More than Karen Knightley? 
Um, yeah, but Kira Knightley is just she's so such a terrible person. In the movie, like, she kisses him. She's no. sort of cheats on her husband here. Yeah, dude, I think they're actually. I, I think they. Guy. I think they actually are having an affair because, like, you know, like he so hangs out with them. <laughs> I think, like, yeah, I think they hook up. Like, I think yeah, I think that's the storyline that, as I get older, I find more and more fucked up. I, yeah, I just don't. I mean, the car thing is like cute and stuff, but he, I just feel bad for him. He should have. Well, if he did that, he should have just like never talked to them again. He was like, hey. I've let out these feelings, peace out, I'm not gonna see you again, but I mean, like, he's still around, you know, like. I think the, I think the signs were a very Martin Phillips expression no. of love. I was like, this is something I'd see Martin doing on Christmas Eve, being outside someone's home with, here's how I feel about you, and I First made all, these poster boards. I, no, I would have just sent a letter in the mail. I would have actually sent there with Carl because she, well, she wouldn't be able to read what I wrote on the cardboard anyway, so, and, uh, <laughs> But what, I don't know, I, I did think, like, what if the dude answered at the door? What would he have done, right? He would have been like, oh, oh. can I speak to your wife? That's funny. In the sequel, all right, he okay. comes back, and Mark, who, Martin, that's the guy with the cards. <laughs> His name is Mark. Okay. He comes back, and he does sort of the card thing again, yeah. and it's not, uh, it's he says, tell him it's Carol Singers, and then she, Karen uh, Ellie, like, makes fun of his beard or whatever, and then Shui Tell Edgeo 4 like yells like, yeah, your beard sucks. <laughs> From, like the living room. And so it's like, and then he comes back with like, you know, when he's on the cards and he says, like, I want to marry one of these women. Yeah. He like comes back with one of the like beautiful oh, women on the like the cards. No, like, so, this is my wife. Fuck you, Kieran Knightley. So like, it works out. Okay. Actually, like, at first, at the wedding, I thought he was actually in love with the guy. It doesn't really it got it made me feel like he was more in love with the dude. But then later, I was like, oh, I guess it's not with the chip. Yeah, I think they should just pony up and have a throuple at this point. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure they <laughs> were together. That is, that is the real <laughs> love in the holiday season. Thruples are becoming very popular. I, I have a friend who's in a throuple right now. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's, you know, whatever. That's modern love. But brought you, yeah, it works out for everyone. Is this, a, a what kind of throuple is this? It's a lesbian throuple. So three or two and yeah. one? Three. three. Old, older lesbian couple who was introduced to hot young lesbian. I think uh, I think Christine tried to get in a throuple like a few months ago. Yeah, right? I think there's... there's you know, like, recording, Martin. No, because she jokes about it. It's okay. It's okay. okay. Martin's, yeah. like, Martin's like, yeah, it's okay if someone made a joke in private to me. No, I can no. put it on my podcast, which is it's, for public consumption. First of all, no one's going to listen to this. Second of all, uh, it didn't work out for her because uh, the guy, I guess... She, she, I yes, heard, please tell us more about our mutual friend's private business, Martin. She was in it for the boat, and there was no boat, so no <laughs> boat, no go. But that's not uh, there anyway. Um, I don't like sharing, but I would like a three-income household, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard of a dink. Let's have a drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. I, uh, I actually... I. I think that little kid is a piece of shit uh, because 
That dude's like, mom, like, just died. And the little kid. When Liam needs it. Sam? Are you talking about Sam? Dude, he yeah, he's that, talking about Sam. Okay, Emma Thompson also has, like, three kids. Wait, but who's the main little kid in the movie? Come on. Well, one of Emma Thompson's kids had a larger part, but if you'd seen this, I, movie, I would disagree with that. <laughs> I don't think Sam had a part. It's so I weird to watch Sam since that oh. actor is like the hot rebel on Queen's Gambit. It's so oh. weird to rewatch it this year. Yeah, yeah. he is, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I don't He's know. been a lot of stuff, but yeah, that's his like most recent like oh. big role. Lesbians. Did you know that they also cut out an entire lesbian storyline from the movie? From what? Entire lesbian storyline. Like one of the things about when it came out in 2003, I think it was like Tony, Tony Blair, George Bush were like it was their like sort of world, let's say, and so yeah. it was not very conducive to accepting gay people, right? So the yeah, movie did handle gay people in a much more real way, let's say, than than most movies at the time were just discussing it in general. But there was no homosexual relationship at all yeah they did the headmistress of the school um was uh had a had a uh dying uh lover who's dying of some disease and there was like three or four scenes about it but it was too long of a movie and so the director decided to cut it which you know like i don't know i think that movie would have been a much better yeah i think much better social commentary if we had included that and it was also very funny like the way the, the the back and forth between those two, and it got into Emma Thompson's son got called into the principal's office for writing a Christmas story about his Christmas wish, which was to see farts. <laughs> well, well, with a scene like that, I guess we were robbed of great. This is like so mad, and then like Emma Thompson like pulls him out of class and is like, "This is hilarious." <laughs> <laughs> The movie's already two hours and 14 minutes. So, yeah, really. like, you know, you got to yeah, know how long. <laughs> yeah, trust me. I know how long. Yeah, I watched it. Trust me. I know how long. Martin doesn't like, like, anything good. He doesn't like oh, good. Jenny movies. doesn't like anything. Jenny has the most shit, like, she likes the most <laughs> shitty shit you've ever seen. Where it's like, Just because you didn't like the one Disney Channel original movie I thought you would like. It's uh, and a lot of the other stuff and we haven't watched. Like, uh, um, I don't know. Like, we... I don't understand why you don't like what I like, Martin, because you literally fill your you fill your head with garbage. Yeah, <laughs> like everything least, you like. I'm aware. No, I don't watch. I I, I have very uh, classy days. Okay, like, <laughs> I don't want to brag, but for the past few years, I've seen all the best picture nominees. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to you know, flex on everyone here. Uh, you know, I, I like to watch, you know, stuff that makes, expands my mind a little. I don't want to flex on everyone here. Don't worry, you didn't. Okay, anyway, my point is Sam is a piece of shit because- Why do you think he's a piece of shit? This is dude, mom just died. And all he's really sad about is some girl that doesn't like him. I think that whole storyline is how they can't cope with death. So they focus on this one thing to occupy themselves to avoid, uh, you know, dealing. Two with- things. We have the capacity as humans to experience multiple emotions at once, Martin. Yeah, but you can like- be sad about a beloved family member <laughs> and also want to get laid. He's more sad. Or have a crush He's in the case of a young boy. more sad about the girl, though. This dude's mom. I felt like, I don't know, I felt like he's, like, I, he did not seem that affected by his mother's death. 
I mean, I'm not a drama expert, but I can tell you a lot of times when one bad thing happens, sometimes you want to cover up that emotion with another emotion because I don't know an eight year old to deal with the death of his mother. Oh, okay. Like, you know what? Living now with a strange man who isn't his father, who like in a couple years, like goes around and like kills Europeans for is that, like, is that in the same universe? Are they in the same universe? <laughs> I don't know, but think about this. No, sorry, one is Marvel and one is DC movie. Comics. If it came out after Taken, <laughs> yeah, it came out before Taken. <laughs> came out a few years before Taken. Actually, you know, if uh, and, and see, I think if Schindler's List would have came out after Taken, would have been a whole different movie, right? <laughs> Martin, I am going to warn you right now. Why? No, because Liam Neeson started in it. Martin, I don't ever want to hear you mention Schindler's List on this podcast again. Oh, I thought we were going to love am I am going places, and I don't want someone finding this podcast with yeah. you in five to seven years. No, all I'm saying is, if you get out after Jacob, Liam Neeson would have just beat up Nazis, right? That would have been the movie. It wouldn't have been as, uh, you know, but, you know. Very- yeah. That's very creative, Martin. I think my my favorite character is probably uh, Billy Mac. <laughs> oh yeah, who's Billy He's Mac? Honest. Yeah. honest. Oh, it's that the, the artist, right? The guy, the singer. Yeah. See, I knew who it yeah. was. I knew who it yeah. was. He's fun. <laughs> Martin, I'm give, gonna give you a helpful trick. Uh, if you're discussing a movie you haven't watched, you I can watch uh, pull. Pull up the Wikipedia page uh, for the movie it, while you're recording the I podcast. Did watch, I did watch it though. I'm sorry, I don't remember the names, but I watched it yesterday morning. I did. Okay. I'm just, no. I'm just messing with you. Yeah, I, I like, I like Billy Mac a lot. I have notes. Yeah, anyway. And who else? Proceed. Proceed. Uh, I like. Um, I think that I like um, John and and Judy a lot. The uh, yeah. the porn stars that gets cut on TV though. They cut that out. They didn't even show that storyline. Oh, did they really? Well, uh, they have the movie. They do, but if you ever watch it on TBS, they how do you fucking explain that? How do you bleep the like? <laughs> That's one reason I love British humor is. Like they, it's so dry. He's like, all right, can you take off your shirt now? All right, can you put your hands on her breasts? <laughs> can you massage them? This is way too far. It's so, it's so, they just escalate it in such a stupid way. And then they're like sort of having sex, but not having sex. The whole idea of porn stand-ins is hilarious. I think Caitlin McDevitt would be so good at that job of telling people how to do that because if you hear her talk about choreographing the kissing scene in Jenny Cavallero's movie, I'm like, now every time I watch it, I'm like, Caitlin McDevitt would be great at this. Yeah, Yeah, she was like, she, yeah, she was like, she was like, yeah, have you ever like shot for shot choreographed like a kissing scene in a movie? I'm like, well, I know who to call because now you've done it. Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. Actually, <laughs> I actually I, I actually I I watched it on TV yesterday, so that thing was cut out. So, um, <laughs> so, so you I, do you have an excuse for not knowing who those characters? Are? No, I but I remember that the first time I saw it though, back when okay. it was available on Netflix, but no longer available on Netflix. So I had to 
it was on a TV station that I watched on Hulu, and that's how I watched <laughs> We don't need your life story. <laughs> okay, well, that's my excuse for um, sucking so bad. Um, and then Jack- the cinematographer comes in with the light thing and puts it right on her boob. <laughs> <laughs> the light is right it's just like it's so silly it's like i love presumer sometimes it's so good no and i was like i i when i was re-watching it with my mom at thanksgiving i was like looking at the the lights and i was like man my lighting kit for comedy shows could probably do the the trick i was like is this what i'm doing this winter (laughs) Uh, good point yeah right now Right now. Well, this is uh, this this is my second favorite Hugh Grant role. Um, What's your first one? Uh, Packed in on the Hollywood Strip, where he gets. Oh yeah, that that one's pretty good. I was gonna I was gonna say (laughs) Paddington. I was gonna say Paddington too, but uh, (laughs) which me and Jack watched in a movie theater. Oh yeah, Noah's thing. Yeah. Yeah. But that one, when he picks up the hooker, that's a good movie also. Uh, uh, has like a crazy role in the HBO Max miniseries, oh yeah, The Undoing. I heard about that too. Yeah, I watched that whole thing. I don't know. Good, hey, we don't need your live story, Jenny. But, okay, uh, all right, Martin. How's <laughs> Sesame Street? Hey, yeah, all right, don't not a Christmas on Sesame Street, okay? Girl. I'm not. Yeah, Big Bird. Um, Big Bird waits on the roof for a Santa all night and almost freezes to death. And then he comes back inside and he goes, Oh, my giblets are freezing. And they always make me laugh because, right, giblets? Uh, okay. Anyway. You're a child. In this movie, this is, there's a, there are a couple troubling things. But one of the other troubling things in this movie is just how much they are condoning, like, Boss, employee, yeah. work relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, work. Every character. But like Aurelia, Julia, yeah. Mia, like, and then like all the other workplace ones with Laura Linney, and 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 that's it's just like, go yeah. fuck your coworkers and fuck your boss. Definitely fuck your boss, especially if he's married. But it's every character needs to go to sexual harassment training. Yeah, I think you really do. It's different Everyone. in England, though. It's it is different in England. More <laughs> shit is allowed to go on. Well, uh, than, it, than is allowed in America. Maybe, yeah. but to sit, I looked up the stats on that, and 65% of women in the workplace in Great Britain have said they had been sexually harassed at work, but it's, uh, I wouldn't say I've been sexually harassed. <laughs> but, I wouldn't say I've been sexually harassed, but I have been, I, I have felt generally harassed. <laughs> Uh, I, I want to say not at workplace, but I feel like in comedy, I've been harassed many a time. So, and just also, I feel like I've been harassed by like my friends. So, I don't know if I can complain to someone about that, also. But yeah, you raise your hand in comedy. Well, I don't feel sexually harassed, but what do I do if I just don't like someone? I hate everyone. What are my options there? I hate every most people who do this, but no, not Mister, not Mister Coleman though. I love Mister Coleman. We love, we love Mister Coleman. Coleman. He's he's my favorite. He he's he gets yeah. Them. Well, comedy is really funny because I feel like you shift roles so many times. Like you're both like a coworker, 
but then you're like a boss and then you're like an employee and then you're like all these different things and it just like continually like shifts <laughs> good point yeah. shut up martin what <laughs> trying to keep and move it i i do think um i feel like america was um not they they present America in a bad light, you know, because the president was like a weirdo, perv guy, Billy Bob. Oh Bruce. yeah, no. yeah. Bill Clinton. Okay, that's who the president was. Yeah. Billy Bob. Wait, that's, the, that's like the. I think the gig. Look at the pipes. No, no. What was it? What did he say? Look at the pipes on that one. Mm. Yes. I had to Google about pipes. Like that, that, would, yeah. that would mean like your uh, your your voice. You say it's it's like uh, the the internet concluded it was either legs or boobs. Okay, well I, I, I felt like it was boobs. Like with the very, context of it. That'd be very skinny the boobs. Booty is like there's a lot of jokes about Natalie's legs. Oh yeah, like, something like that and so it makes sense that it was about yeah. her legs and pipes look like legs pipes don't look like boobs right no, no. Look, least from my experience at looking at boobs they don't look like pipes look, i mean yeah. i think it says something that the only american man i think i can think of in the movie thinks natalie's attractive she's attractive yeah. <laughs> when you come it's to not, America and they have all these options that are beautiful. <laughs> it's not in Great Britain, I guess. No, but Natalie, she also is like a confident, has a nice attitude. I appreciate. Uh, <laughs> Jack's like, she seems like a good employee. And no, I just inherently no, am looking no, for that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not, that's the implication of that, Jenny. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> no, but no, I don't mean that you want to be your boss, but I'm like, I am constantly, when I'm looking at people, I'm like, are you good at your job? Because like, I need you to keep it. <laughs> like, if you're going to be in this relationship, you need to, you need to keep your job. You need to have a job and keep it. <laughs> it's very important not to. Uh be a shit ass and uh, you know when he like goes and walks through the entire street and knocks on all the doors right yeah supposed to be romantic right okay so earlier in the movie she's like she and him are talking and he's like hey i could like send the uh like the navy seals or whatever to go kill your ex-boyfriend right just one phone call away you know armed men or whatever <laughs> and then he can't get her address uh, yeah. yeah no that's and the most like on her hr form okay fair. look that yeah. shit up don't it's go through $102. That's like, true. Really? It's probably way, it's way easier way to do that. Where is his security? It's one bro who can sing. That's what his security is. It's one dude. He does that. minister. Beautiful voice. What would you guys do if your boss, though, was, like, said to, like, you, hey, I need the home address of, like, your other coworker? Well, I'll put in. They have your home address. Yeah, you, your boss would already have. Yeah, but like, let's just say you're like an HR employee, oh. and someone's like, "Hey, I need the home address of this person." Well, I guess Very I would lie about the reason I need it. Very. Yeah. Sad. I would just be like, "Oh, I need it. I gotta send out some report or something." Trust me, I've I found many addresses before. Uh. Mine. <laughs> Martin, please remember that this podcast can implicate you in a court system. No, you don't know what's <laughs> truth or what's lie. You know, you don't know anything. 
There's no way to prove anything through a podcast. Okay. So. The other problem I have with the prime minister is that, like, he basically makes national policy based off of his penis. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Natalie gets kissed or kisses. We're not exactly sure. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton, right? And then. He's like, I'm gonna stand up for my country now. Yeah, that's no <laughs> way to govern. My girl, and what it made me think is, man, this probably happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you seen the crown? Have you seen I'm the not crown? Seen the crown no. Yeah, well, you know, British history—it's the same difference. Right? I know that, like, episode five or season five, or whatever it was, like the queen like right. goes down on him or something, and it was like a big deal. Yeah. I don't remember what happens, but I remember all my coworkers at the time were flipping out. Wow. I daydreamed a lot in AP European history, so it's like I don't know anything when I watch it, which is great. Surprise. <laughs> it's well, a surprise, I mean, everything. Wanna, uh, that, that character they introduced this season, Diana, I, I don't want to ruin that for you, but it's not. I think she's yeah. going to be gone next season. They killed first. her. Yeah, Diana was like my first memory of um, like someone dying or like my first knowledge of death because uh, after she died, there's the Princess Diana Beanie Baby. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. And it was like really hard to get for like two years after her death. And I just remember desperately wanting that Beanie Baby. Did you ever get it? No. It was really expensive, and my dad was like, "What do you need like this like super expensive Princess Diana beanie baby for?" And I was like, "Well, it's hard to get, and I think it'd be like impressive to everyone at like kindergarten or whatever if I had it." And now it'd be you could probably make bank off it. You could have sold my beanie it. babies are worth nothing. But that but, one, it put that one, it yeah. the elephant one was worth like a thousand bucks. I remember as a kid. There's one particular yeah. elephant. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying bunch of money. The Princess Diana one probably has uh, something worth it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, my maybe. my dad has my Pokemon cards. I think he's <laughs> looking to make a profit. But. Even um, Brown Princess Diana. Not oh, that one. <laughs> she's not as good looking. So, like, yeah. like she was the most beautiful woman in England. <laughs> I mean, I would swear. <laughs> Wait, what's her name? Um, what? Uh, uh, Prince William's wife's pretty good looking. Uh, yeah, that he took the other one. And then you know what fucking Harry had to do? Come to America. You get it? But then he had kicked out of the family. Like, not, she was not too kicked out of the family. You know that? That's why they left. Like, like they left because she was getting bullied a lot in the press. Yeah. One, yeah. because she's black, but also because she's hot. Like, yeah, I think people really do really resent like how beautiful she is. Well, how Harry did not find an English woman, <laughs> okay? Yeah, so America and like found like she's beautiful. I like it's I, funny to like read about how they met because he was honestly just a huge fan of suits and thought she was really hot on suits, but because he's like a prince of England, he was like, Yeah, I want to meet her, and he like knew someone who knew so, her. But I think that's so hilarious. He just like liked suits. <laughs> so you're saying, oh my God, we had big enough, we can actually meet our crushes. Like, if I become famous enough, <laughs> you know, meme where like you throw a Christmas ball and like the room gets like all Christmassy, or you like snap your fingers. Yeah, <laughs> and, like it changes. You were just like snap, and she just appeared. Yeah, 
like, how, how do you do that? Oh, I do this in France. Martin, you're going to be dangerous if you get famous. Yeah, I can da- I can contact anybody I want. So, yeah, that, that's even more incentive, I guess. Yeah. If Martin gets famous, he's going to be one of those headliners that they, like, warn hosts about in the game room. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be like, now this, now, yeah. He's very difficult to uh, work with and just like if he does anything weird, you know, like just let us know. But like we won't we won't leave you alone with him for long. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see if that ever happens then. Uh, Emma Watson I, also has like the I think some of the best lines in the movie. Oh. She yeah, says like true love lasts a lifetime. <laughs> oh god. That kills me. And then it's like, oh, not anymore. Oh, I think the most, like, heartbreaking storyline is, like, Sarah and Carl and, oh, like, God, that. Know. Yeah, it's so uh, sad. So, who were they? What, what happened to them again? Sarah is played by Laura Linney, and she's oh. the one who has the big crush on her coworker Carl, yeah. and then, like, Doesn't they, work out. yeah, as they get hot and heavy, her, um, her brother, who I, I think he's like schizophrenic or something. Um, yeah, he's like having episodes and continually calling her. So it's I kind of think like I kind of think like Carl could have given her like I don't know. Yeah, I think he could have shown a little compassion for the situation. Yeah, but what do you wait? What do you do then? Do you just turn off your phone? <laughs> I mean, I think she probably needs like help establishing like family boundaries but she's also probably like it seems like her parents probably aren't in the picture and she's essentially all her brother has and so that's probably really difficult a really difficult situation but she probably clearly needs like assistance establishing boundaries but like that's a conversation you you can you know you can help someone with that if you're like continue to date them or whatever but i do think he could have like shown more compassion and like given her like i don't know like given gone out with her again or something it seemed just like very weird that there's no like discussion because i mean everyone has some sort of like family baggage you know yeah i think it does a good job that was one of the reasons i was really kind of pissed they cut the uh the the lesbian storyline because it deals with almost every single possible like idea of love yeah in every capacity in every way between every sort of different type of people except gay people um like and it's like it's it's glaringly left out uh at least now when i watch it the last five or six years i really noticed it probably when i was a kid i didn't um but and that one is really depressing because like carl oh my god First of all, not British. Okay, he's from Spain. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> why he's hot. <laughs> Unbelievably on. attractive man. That dude is so fucking good looking. He is good looking. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's got a nice, firm hiney. You know. Yeah, it's nice, but <laughs> nice. he's nice uh, chest, good hair. <laughs> but I remember the uh, from like the trailer when she like goes around the corner and like dances on the stairwell yeah 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 i was like i was like i've been there girl he's gonna don't get too excited (laughs) we've all been there we all parts like i've been there (laughs) we all have we've all had a carl in our lives so 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, also, I don't think you can uh, meet your loved ones as they get off the airplane anymore. I think uh, that's not a... Yeah, that stopped after 9-11. This movie but, came out after 9-11. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it after. came out in 2003. Yeah. yeah. Well, the opening line is, when the planes hit the Twin Towers, they were not cries of hate. They were like stories of love, mate. <laughs> That's like the opening line of a movie, and it's like that right. was like drunk Harry Potter intros, like in Australia. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, <laughs> drunk Australian Harry Potter intros a movie. Um, yeah, no, you can't. Yeah, I've never been to the Heathrow Airport though. So. Me neither. Yeah, um, I've never been to. It's a shit. Uh, Britain. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a absolute. And shame. now that we've discussed how not hot everyone is, no. I don't need to go. Let's yeah. not worry about it. Not worth it. They have cute accents. Most and of them. If you Some introduced of... your genes into the gene pool, you would have incredibly attractive kids. <laughs> yeah, you get it. Those genes yeah. have never met. That's why mixed kids are always gorgeous because it's about if the genes have met. If the genes haven't oh. met, like ever, the kid's going to be gorgeous. It's science. It's just science. I mean, in my high school, the hottest girl was uh, there's two of the hottest women, hot, well, most attractive women. Attractive. Uh, half Asian, half British, and then uh, the other girl was like, um, like uh, her parents were like from Peru. Oh my god. Ooh. Yeah, you know, <laughs> South America. You know, oh. South America. That's where it's at. Like, oh God, Martin. Dude, I'm look at how Martin's like. Martin's like, the second I get the vaccine in my body, I'm going to going South down, America, man. baby. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to watch Martin on 90 Day Fiance, and we're going to be like, we're yep, the, we dude, used to do comedy with him. You're looking at uh, uh, the Miss Universe winners are always from Spain or Colombia or like Brazil, okay, in South America. I don't know. If there's something in the water, bro. Like, <laughs> that works out. <laughs> Good for them, but uh, anyway. Um, let's see who else have we not. Uh, and then the talk. the other line, uh, a bunch of full of dark corners for dark deeds. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't find her attractive. She yeah, I don't think she she's not hot. I think she's sexy. She's got like That's sex like, appeal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she also is like she at the dance, she's wearing like little horns, you know? And yeah. it's like she's literally like, you know, the devil over here. Yeah, like, she's very suggestive. And she's got always in wearing red. Like when she was in like her like underwear, I was like, okay, Mia, she looked good. <laughs> How old is she supposed to be? Like I can't tell. Well, I don't know. Inverted, in her twenties, maybe? Yeah. IRL. I think she was 32 at the time. Not that I looked it up. <laughs> that, please don't be. Every time I watch a new like Netflix teen movie and I have to Google someone's age, I'm just like, please don't be 19. Please don't be 19. Please be 17. <laughs> yeah. you know, no, Mr. Coleman. I'm just like, please at least be like 22 or 23. <laughs> Oh, he's yeah. like Emma. One of my other the the other part that kills me every time is when Emma is watching 
Mia mm -hmm. and the boss dance. Oh God, that's like, so inappropriate. Literally dancing with the devil. <laughs> okay. And if you have the scene they cut out, it makes it so much worse because like Emma has met Mia. Like it's not just that Mia is like, like Mia, like Mia is I running a lot of space she knows. It's like, you can't name uh, a pig. Okay, you can't if you're gonna eat it. <laughs> okay, it makes it so much worse. That's right. That's a good. That's a good farm saying, Mr. Coleman. I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna say that all the time out of context. People are gonna be like, "Yeah, I've heard you can't, can't name a pig if you're gonna eat it." I'm gonna use what? that in comedy all the time. If I'm in a war, I don't want to like. If I'm just trying to kill the enemy, I don't want to know about them and their family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, that's it's, point. and I don't know, Mia, the whole thing. All right, let me get you the exact, this is what she said. This was so, I thought it was ridiculous. She's talking to Mark and she says, I'm thinking about having an affair with my boss. And Mark says, is he married? And Mia says, yes. And then Mia goes, or I can have an affair with you, Mark. Which is <laughs> <Just> funny. <laughs> um, and then he goes, let's not go there. <laughs> don't go there, don't. <laughs> There's like a history there that we didn't know Ooh. about, which is really interesting. But like, um, I think the I think the best thing you can do if your husband cheats on you with like a secretary is to then go fuck the secretary too. Oh, so a trouble again, kinda. No, your husband doesn't get to be involved in it. Yeah, but you both had sex with the same person, so it's still kind of like a revolving door type thing. Yeah, and then you can be like, yeah, it was that easy. And like you, um, yeah, like you were gonna risk our marriage for this. And then you hire the best divorce attorney in the state and then you take all his money. Oh. He has money. Yeah. Well, come on, Ginny. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Ginny's married. This is a no prenup zone over uh, here. Yeah. No, no prenup. What is it? Um, Kelly Clarkson's husband's <laughs> asking for Four hundred thousand. Uh, I think it's like weekly because or monthly because that's the lifestyle he was used to. So to go king, right? Good for that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Yeah, good. there are ways. If you want to protect your money, there are ways besides a prenup. Where are oh. the ways, Jenny? Yeah, yeah, you can put every. You can put. You can put things in a trust, especially. Yeah if you have like real estate or something that you, if you have real estate you owned um, like prior to getting married. Yeah, there's a lot you can do. Good, good I wouldn't want to have the conversation if I knew I was always going to make more money. I don't think I'm at any risk of being in a relationship where I make more money. Um, but if I made more money and if I ever had like a lot of money, there are things I would do. I was looking for like I would love for my yeah. wife to make more money than me love because you know what that means is that at some point she was paying to have sex with me <laughs> okay oh, yeah I think <laughs> I like if she's making more money that's yeah. like that's the best situation that's how you look at it yeah I think I'll probably always be in a yeah. situation where most people make more money than me so I think uh Either way, it's gonna end up that way for me. But you never know, though, Martin. That's the thing. I'm not sure. Entertainment, I'm, entertainment I'm is a fickle business. I'm waiting for that big payday. I don't know. 
Yeah. If you got in a movie or something, well, if you had a web series take off, well, you don't know what the future is, the future holds, Martin. And yeah. it's very important because as we see in Love Actually, what did you say, Jack? Yeah. Uh, anything can truly happen. Well, we'll see. Yeah. You gotta go start dating Charlotte Amelia. <laughs> yeah, there's one thing you famous. I'll date her a night lady. Yeah. I would like to date Kira Knightley, like 2005 Pride and Prejudice Kira Knightley. Mm-hmm. That is that is like peak. Yeah, that's peak Kira Knightley. Yeah. Or it's the Caribbean. Uh, but then, um, yeah. I would like to date um, Alan Rickman, but like. Uh, Han, live. <laughs> yeah, live at like Hans Gruber in Die Hard. It's still with the man of power. Right. Also, <laughs> the thing about this movie is uh, there are a lot of women taking the lead in the relationship. Yeah. Which I very much appreciate. Like Aurelia. Hell yeah. Buddy, okay. Hell Juliet yeah. like kind of gets to go like kisses him first as well. Like he's on the steps like, yeah. like and then exactly. she kisses him. <laughs> Mia well, too. Mia chases <laughs> her boss. So that's like that was another thing I, I really I appreciated that one. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you as a guy who's who's had women make the moves first. It's so always it's so good. Definitely has worked out in my favor, but it's tricky to find. I them don't make the moves first. But if they do, I'm like, let's go. I guess I'm alone for this ride. I mean, I strongly prefer that. Yeah, I think I need more women to make the first move with Martin because I need to receive the like phone calls afterwards where yeah. it's like, oh my God, you won't believe what's happened, Jenny. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, so for well, we'll see if that ever happens again. Or you could be there and then just hear about it nonstop for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm car I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I love to watch some drama unfold that I'm not involved in. That's <laughs> I what I love. It was, I don't think I have any drama. I don't think it was drama, <laughs> but it was a juicy news. Yeah, but you have dramatic reactions to things, oh. Martin. It's, it's, yeah. Sometimes things excite me more than they should. Excite, that's the right <laughs> word there. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe. You you approach you approach things with a level of childlike wonder, Martin. Yeah. That is like really fun. That's what's really fun to be your friend because you tell a good story and I you leave a good voicemail too. Well, yeah, but you you see the voice. The, 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 I think uh, the voicemails in my phone call is only enhanced if I am liberated, and then it's like even better. <laughs> Yeah, or I think a leaper. I got too high, Jenny. If I I, die, I think party podcast going. You can do it with someone else. I thought I was gonna die that night. Yeah, I think party, as I like to call them, party Marty. Way more fun than regular party. Like you know, when I when I I I could be the coolest guy. When you're so drunk, you can't get down the stairs. Yeah, yeah, but it was so fun though. Helping me go down the stairs was fun, right? Yeah, Martin, I have an important question for you. Oh, don't. Yeah. 
Which storyline do you think was the best representation of love? Love. Well, you know, the good part is I did pull it up on Wikipedia so I can read you. <laughs> Thank you, Martin. You are pre- finally an hour, almost an hour. We've almost had an hour and you're prepared to discuss <laughs> this movie. Hey, I wrote notes. I just didn't write down names. Okay, so let's see. The best representation of love. Not my favorite storyline. Just the best representation. Um, Well, um, let's look here. We see. Well, I don't know. I guess maybe the the Colin Firth storyline uh, the Jamie, the writer, that's a pretty good he They both did a lot for each other. Uh, the place where we started this podcast, and Jenny and I were like, Yeah, we really like that. And you were like, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I realized who it is now. I realized who it is now. Okay, I got it. It clicked. But I, I don't, yeah, so it worked. Although I don't like she jumped in the pond because. There's no way they were going to save that paper anyway. But. Did you notice the tramp stamp? Yeah, I did. They focused in on that. We so. have just painted that out. It's I don't hot. That was not for the, that character does not have a tattoo there. Maybe the actress does, but that character, I don't. I just don't think she, that's not her. So, point, but. Help me out of the movie. Yeah. Okay? That's, that's why I can't. I, I don't know. Do you think that that must be a real tattoo, right? If they just it is a real tattoo. It was a shitty tattoo. Well, you know, <laughs> all the lines are bleeding together. Yeah, well, Jenny has a tattoo. Yeah, I'm worried. I'm worried. Yeah, I'm worried when they finally ask me to jump into like a lake in a, when I'm in a movie, like what I'm gonna do about my tramp stamp. It says thank it you next time. What character is? Like there are movies where I would get a tattoo put on my back in the lower part of my back, depending on the character I'm playing. <laughs> like I don't think I don't think my tramp stamp will work for any character. It's not like an autobiography. Yeah. Oh or, yeah. Or if you're a big Ariana Grande fan, you would play like her her the president of her yeah, band club. So. Does Ariana Grande have a tattoo? There? Yeah, there's many tattoos. No, I have an Ariana Grande tattoo. Oh, you do? There's yeah, I thank you next on my lower back. Yeah. Oh. So, so Jenny's definitely like, you know, a slut. You're a fucking hero. <laughs> that is hilarious. It's that's, in Comic Sans. Yeah, so it's, it's in funny. Comic Sans. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a statement, you know. But. Yeah, I told everyone at the shuffle one time jack i was like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna get like thank you next tattooed in comic sans on my lower back and everyone was like no you're not i like left the shuffle and like went straight to like the tattoo parlor it was determined she was like i'll prove you guys wrong yeah i was like i'll prove it i love it it's my favorite tattoo and so you got a tattoo at 10 p.m on a monday on a whim (laughs) yeah there are no good tattoos. It wasn't like at 10 p.m. It was like. Did you go to Adams Morgan? No, that's not true. Yeah, Jinx I was in Adams Morgan. Or did you go to Jinx Proof? Uh, no, I went to the other one. The one in Adams Morgan? Yeah. One of those two. Those are fine. That's where uh, fucking. See, that's what, that's what uh, Brock did after a show at <laughs> yeah. uh, Shenanigans. He's like, let's all get LOL in our arm. Oh my like, nah, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, like, that's such a Brock thing to do. Yeah. And uh, the girl he was dating at the time 
was like uh, that she also got it on her arm and it was like the guy quoted the price or whatever and she was like well can you like work anything out can we like get a cheaper price or anything and he's like no like i have to like this this cost me money i have to like change needles and sanitize stuff and everything this has to you know i have to do it the right way and she was like well what if we like shared the needle would that be what the- wait wait and i was like what wait the bro <laughs> didn't no say God. that bro yeah that's no. like the girl damn. Yeah, like the girl he like brought there, and I was just like, "Whoa, whoa!" I mean, I'm on floor. Can I get a discount if we share the needles, ma'am? What? I'm on floor with being cheap, but that's crazy. uh, That's where I draw the line. Yeah, Yeah. I I feel like tattoo artists have like seen they've seen a lot. I just appreciate that no tattoo artist has ever rolled his eyes at me. I mean, he's like. Like, oh, you're getting an arrow on your wrist? Like, of course you are. Like, There's something worse now, too. Oh there. Don't worry. She'll yeah. be back in five years to cover it yeah. up. <laughs> Add to I've, it. I have never gotten a tattoo removed. I own all my tattoos, and yeah. they are all stupid. How many tattoos mm-hmm. do you have? I have uh, five tattoos. Five tattoos? Yeah. And you have six tattoos? And they're all pretty dumb. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. What? Yeah. Well, it's just that like everyone admits how many tattoos they want to admit to. A lot of times they have tattoos. Oh, there's another one. <laughs> there no other tattoos ever, like, no one's ever seen. <laughs> there's that one that's covered up all the time. But, I don't necessarily mean that, Martin, but okay. Okay, well, <laughs> that's one thing. So the other thing I did like about this movie uh, <laughs> yeah. was how everyone is like, uh, a dork in love and like he's getting shit on my love and then everyone in the movie is also a hero for someone else in love oh, like nice. Emma Thompson is getting shit on a lot you know because uh, her husband and everything but she's the one who like tells Liam Neeson to like get over it get back out there you little bitch you know that's yeah. her, bro- that's her like, brother I know that Right, 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 right. Well, good. good. And then their other brother is uh, David, the prime minister. Yes, that's their other brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, um, what were the other characters? Laura Lenny uh, is like, you know, trying to, is it, oh no, Snape. Snape is trying to hook up Laura Lenny and Carl. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. The one thing that I the one thing that sets me off is the fact that the prime minister just like shows up at the school's like holiday play and from a production standpoint the nightmare of someone that important showing up unannounced at like a low budget holiday like show for children it's ungodly i was like getting i get hives when i'm watching it like the thought of someone just like dropping in like that with like author security and stuff yeah i can't deal with it yeah but the thing about this movie is like like this movie it's it reminds me of like sort of like when comics sound like a famous comic like jerry seinfeld a lot of comics sort of sound like him right they're kind of being hacky jerry seinfeld isn't hacky because he kind of started it and he's jerry fucking seinfeld and all these other people sound like him Whereas, like, that's what I feel about this movie is that, like, yeah. Hallmark is trying to do this sort of movie. Like, there are a lot of movies trying to be this movie, but it is a little, yeah. but it's not hacky because of, like, the editing. As a comic, like, the fucking editing and the writing, like, that's what I love. Yeah. There is no fat on any line in this movie. It is so well 
written and then all these other movies that try and be it they just are so they sound so hokey yeah and it's also yeah because it's too but. yeah because it's like the universal themes of like love and acceptance and all of that like those are things that like will never be trite right if you if you if it's edited well if it's written well and all of those things but like all of these other movies like it's like they're not writing something unique on like the universality of all that they're trying to copy like these specific yeah it's like going back to what you said it's like like the the topics jerry seinfeld you know talks about it's like there's like you can universally talk about like that kind of stuff but you can't like mimic like his cadence and all of that it's like when you try and copy the cadence of another person it's like that's not ringing true to you is that is yeah. that like is that like when people say that i can only say certain jokes and other people couldn't make it as good I think that's kind of like a like knowing your voice kind of thing and like knowing knowing your persona um because it's like I think some people will try to say things on stage and they don't realize like how they come off because they don't have like a true estimation of um their persona and you have a very like friendly like likable demeanor um and so i think that you are there's some people that start with the audience at like a negative right and it's not their fault but they have to use that first minute to like ease the audience and and become likable and you don't have that so you can kind of take a hammer on stage yeah well that was good but if, though, right? yeah but if someone else who less likable and more like just has a more threatening presence like jack uh yeah name names let's go here we go <laughs> who threatens you well not like threatening but it, you know like if like a lot of other dudes brought a hammer on stage uh like i'd be i wouldn't think it was funny but you it, it is funny i prefer for you not to do it uh Everyone felt like but, um, you know, that's just because I know what you're that's just because I'm your friend and I know what you're capable of, but the audience likes you. Yeah. Well, I agree with that. I think however, I think that Martin's buy-in is at level hundred. Like he yeah. the buy-in. And you know, for whatever reason, Martin is a lot of time in most cases, from what I've seen, maybe he's different when he, I'm not around it, but that's his life. He lives at that sort of buy-in level. And I think a lot of comics don't, haven't figured that out about themselves yet. I think that's yeah. one thing about comedy is you get to figure out who you are, whereas Martin kind of already sort of knows. And so he can be genuine and that's where the buy-in is. And so an audience can yeah. tell that there's the, it, it, everything is genuine and rings true. Wow. Even when yeah. it's so fucking horrible, it's like yeah. you can, the way was saying that, like since like Anthony Jeselnik, he can get away with saying that terrible stuff. He isn't a character, but it's like there's a, a fake genuineness with yeah. that lets him get away with it. And I'm I think trying to make this about yeah, it comes back to like, do you believe the things you are saying, or at least seem like you believe the things you're saying, or are you trying to like convince yourself and oh. the audience? Because if you're also trying to convince yourself, you come off as less genuine. 
and Martin, another thing is you write so many jokes, so you don't get into the groove of the joke. So like you don't, one of the things that happens if you tell the same joke over and over and over again, the same way it it's, it's clear sometimes that it's rehearsed. Whereas if you're always coming with new material, it's, it's never rehearsed. I've been on a dry spell lately. I don't know. And I, might be over for me, guys. I haven't thought of any good ideas in a while, but I don't know. That's just me. But you know what? This isn't about Mario. This is about love, actually. So, uh, so yeah, basically, it's the first movie to do, like, of its kind, and it influenced all these other movies that uh, came after it, like Valentine's Day or oh my God, what, what New Year's Eve. Yeah. So Jack, other- have you Jack, have you seen Easy on Netflix, the TV show? On Netflix? No. No. No, I haven't seen it. I that. think you might like it if you um if right. you like the if you like this movie. Yeah. Um I really enjoyed it. It's like three seasons. Um and there is one, um, it's all about like people in Chicago. Um, but it's kind of like vignettes. Uh, there's one that's pretty funny about like a uh, stand-up comic um, in Chicago, but there's one where it's like set at like a variety open mic and it's like pretty funny. Um, but yeah, it's like, I don't know. I feel like if you like Love Actually, you'll enjoy the show. Um, but I yeah, like you should check it out. I of Love Actually a lot and I like how they, it all weaves together like yeah. perfectly. Yeah. Because like the other uh, thing Sam said in the movie is oh, he's yeah. like, in the movies, they don't get together until the end. That was one of the things mm-hmm. he says. And it's always weird for me when they talk about movies in movies. Uh, but like, that's one of those things where it's like, yep, that's true. Everyone gets together at the end of the movie, you know? And yeah, bro, that's they, one thing I try to break because I've been like writing. Um, I wrote a short film and I've been like working on like another like series and stuff, just like in since I don't have comedy this winter. And one of the things, like, because I think it's more interesting when you write about people um, who are together and to watch them struggle than for them to, like, get together at the end um, and to look at it from, like, that standpoint. And that's something I appreciate about this is that you're seeing the genesis of a lot of relationships, but you're also, like, watching other people, uh, like, in the thick of it, which, like, most things don't portray. Right. Well, right. And then it's like almost other thing about this is it's very hard, particularly in a movie, for almost every single character to be round. Okay. Right. Like yeah. Every character to go through a change, except Mia, first of all. Okay. Wow. Same thing, whole fucking movie, very flat. Yeah. But all yeah, the other very flat. like go through some sort of evolution. And like when you have all of those characters, that's why, like, you know, what's an ensemble. A lot of times it's just the protagonist that's going through that evolution. But in this, it's like all of these people, they change. There's not really a star. I mean, like, there's yeah. too many famous people. I mean, maybe yeah. Hugh Grant. I don't know. But mm-hmm. it's like the, the, the development of the characters was just great. Yeah. 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 Hey, you know, actually, I, I knew an actress on the show Easy. So that's cool. Yeah. Not to brag, but uh, oh, you do. Yeah. So, what? Who do you know, Martin? Uh, Lydia. Lydia House was on the show. Oh, cool. She has like blonde hair. She lives cool. in Chicago. 
really cool. So shout out. So I got connections. That's my point. But anyway, so anyhow. Oh, no, I start. I'm in I'm like three episodes in uh, for Jordan Creek now. Ooh, let me, oh, you are? Let me tell you. Zach, you probably shouldn't watch that. It's trash. I don't it is trash, but... <laughs> Virgin Creek, it's a Netflix series. Yeah. Based yeah. on a book series. Ooh, it gets, ooh. It's a pleasure of mine, Mr. Coleman. Uh, this first few episodes, they really spice, they, they turn up the heat. Oh, man, yes. It's already. Nothing I love more than making myself a teapot of tea, having an edible, turning the fire on, and watching Virgin Creek. So that is where that is where it's at. Yeah. Do you like it, Martin? Are you gonna keep watching? Me, you know, I'm already, I'm already three episodes in, so we'll see. Yeah. I'm not I'm not proud of myself, but you know. Anyway, yeah. right. um uh, is there, I think we went over a lot of this movie. It's a wonderful holiday film. Jack, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, anything you, you're working what, on yeah, what's any social that? media what's gonna drop there is it something coming out this week um yeah uh the other thing the porn theme in this movie is great so much porn and there's something like it's someone who watches porn let me tell like you. like because like there's the the porn theme of the of the jack and uh the judy character and then there's also like Billy Mac is like I could have uh, like I had two birds dancing on my balls, but I came here to spend Christmas with you. So let's watch porn and get pissed. <laughs> also, what have you ever? Yeah, that's my favorite. What have you ever watched porn, friend, <laughs> on a Saturday night for fun? Yeah. Uh, I watched porn with a friend in college. Yeah, I mean. Oh, yeah, we would with... watch it on Saturday mornings while we ate breakfast. Yeah, I guess when I was like in a high school. A bagel and some porn. Yeah. Bagel and porn. That's good. Just me and the boys in high yeah. school used to watch it at each other's house. But man, we were young men we back then. Bros. Yeah, we were bros. Too. We were like young men, you know? Yeah. Well, I always had the best video recommendations. And it's, you know, <laughs> I knew where the good stuff was. <laughs> oh, no. All right. All right. Yeah, we, at one, in my friend group, we had one of those two. <laughs> burned it to a CD and brought it to school. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't do all that. And it was like, oh, my God. It was like handing out. There was like multiple ones <laughs> floating around. No, I don't. You know, right. why would you burn it? I don't, you could just like, call, like share it with the you are You know, it's funny. You know, uh, this one time, uh, Dan Sepe told me this story how his friend had like a pa- like paid for like the premium and they had like the password and like they shared it with their group of friends. But then it started to get shared like way more than one day the guy couldn't log in because his brother found out and everyone lost uh, access to gold, right? So. Have you ever, did you guys ever accidentally were still connected to the Bluetooth in the living room and play porn you're watching in a room? I think uh, Charlie told me he had that issue once when uh, 
This is Charlie's. Because I have ha experienced that issue. <laughs> Did you get in trouble? I had a friend uh, whose laptop connected to the wrong printer and he printed the wrong thing. <laughs> Dude, I get so <laughs> scared of doing that. <laughs> I get so scared of doing that. He's like, what the? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I now I'm just like really tense about like connecting to like anything Bluetooth related. Yeah, and like you know any people too. Yeah. Yeah, connecting to people, connecting to Bluetooth. I'm not doing it. <laughs> anything with connections. But... Um, sorry. Yeah, I, I can... that one thing before we went. The 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 I love England. Um, I love their comedy sense of humor because it is it's very dry. It's very like awkward, but it also just has sometimes has porn and boobs in there and for no reason other than just to yeah. have them there. <laughs> and like in magazines in England, you can, you can show topless women wherever you want. I mean, I think America could learn something, but I, it's just a sort of a different culture in that sense. And the, the whole the theme there was good. Um, yeah. Things to plug to answer that question. Uh, allegedly, we have a uh, Quarantine Comedy Weekly coming out later this week. Yeah. We thank you so much for coming uh, on the show. We yeah, loved yeah. Uh, having you on, Jack, and everyone. You can follow um, at Capital Laughs DC on Instagram. Uh, yeah, Jack uh, is a very funny comic. He is also an amazing producer. So show some love on Instagram um, and on Facebook. Yeah, well, for, for everyone, Jody, Jack, Martin. We're gone. Bye. See ya. Merry Christmas. <laughs>